Good morning. How are you guys doing? Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope you guys are having a good, good day so far. I mean, it's still early. It's super early. <laughs> I know I said yesterday, I said I was going to jump on here and do a little thing about Father's Day. I haven't done one and now I feel like it's a good time to do one. So share this video, retweet it, you know, tell everybody that I am on um joining the conversation this is just a you know little story time and showing appreciation for all the fathers out there so get ready for the show Welcome back to the See Through It podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sells. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. I hope your day is going good. It is early. I know it is 9.30 my time, 9.37. So probably on the West Coast is what? About five, somewhere around there. Four, I don't know. But it is early. So I want to go ahead and get this out and out of the way to free up the rest of your day you know you can check this out whenever you can you know you can also listen to this on audio but i wanted to i don't know yesterday i was sitting around and i was like what am i going to talk about next week and i have a list of things but i didn't i didn't know and then i remembered that tomorrow is going to be father's day excuse me and um i decided you know what let's scratch all that push everything back now let's do father's day let's do a father's day special i know over the years i've seen facebook and some other apps that push mother's day to like to the million mile mark um they had templates and where you can i love mother and all that uh, stuff that you can put on your photos and they never they never had anything for the Father's Day. They never had anything for Father's Day. So I thought that was kind of strange. Like they was always leaving out the fathers. And I mean, was with how society is today. <laughs> oh man, it's something else. It is something else. But today is Father's Day and it is time to recognize, you know, that that, that father in your life or you as a father and today i'm talking about i'm gonna talk about my dad and then what it means for me to be a father and, and then i'm gonna let you guys go <laughs> i'm gonna let you guys go so first off my dad he was growing up as his son was something else uh you know when you're younger you're not you don't see the whole picture. All you see is right now, this very second. You don't think about tomorrow, next week, the next month, the following year, whatever. You don't look at nothing, none of that down the line. So every time, you know, I got in trouble or I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, he always came down hard. Boom. Always came down hard. Um, you know, there, was, there were whippings that were... Um, stern talkings uh just a bunch of stuff you know and when you're younger 
you're like, oh, this is the worst. I can't deal. This is this is ridiculous. I don't I don't like this. I don't want to be here. No more. I'm running away. I'm I'm packing up my stuff. <laughs> I remember there was a couple of times with me, my sister, my sister a lot. <laughs> she would be like, I'm packing up. Um, she'd get a pillowcase, <laughs> fill it up with some stuff, and say, I'm leaving. I'm I'm going tonight. I wake up in the morning. Well, we thought you was leaving. Well, I changed my mind. <laughs> we always were planning a the, the big escape, <laughs> the big runaway, and it never ever happened, which is a good good thing. Um, but you know, when you like I said, when you're younger, everything just seems when you're getting disciplined and when there's rules and structure, it seems like it's unfair, like you're being persecuted or uh targeted and growing up in that house was it felt like that but as I look back on it now it was to my benefit it was to my to my benefit um not I'm not even going to say endure but to know that I had so many life lessons instilled and so many life lessons that I've seen in that household has made me what I am today, you know, uh, work ethic, um, being responsible, um, being able to, you know, get up early, take care of whatever I need to take care of and just chill if I wanted to, you know, some people I know there was times where people would get up at like 10, 11 o'clock. They haven't, they haven't even done anything. My dad, he used to wake up right before he go to work. He would wake us up. So about what, 6.15, 5.45, somewhere around there. And we would be up. This is summertime, mind you. This is the summertime. We're out of school. We've been getting up at like 5.30 or 5.45, whatever the time was. We was always getting up around that time for some, for school. It's summer now. We're thinking that we're going to at least sleep 10 to 7, you know. That was not the case. <laughs> we was getting up at like 5.45, 6.15. And the sand was the early bird gets the worm. A couple of weeks prior, like from here, from now, two weeks ago, I talked to my dad. And he was like, <laughs> if I wasn't asleep, no one was going to be sleeping. So if he was getting up, going to work, we was going to be getting up, you know, cleaning the house, getting things done. And then the rest of the day was basically ours. But uh, when we was getting up, we was like, man, we got to be the only kids in the world waking up at 6.15, 5.45 in the summer. Like there was no other kid. We felt like there was no other kids waking up this early during the summertime. But now, as I look at it now, I'm glad I was able to, I mean, that he made us get up, you know. I was, I'm glad that I was able to learn how to, you know, get up, get stuff done, you know. Get stuff done so when when you get all your stuff done, the rest of the day is yours. You, you, you have the choice to just relax. And if something comes up, you can go ahead and take care of it. You're not behind because you didn't do what you needed to do earlier in the day. 
Now you have the rest of the day to take care of whatever you need to take care of, whatever you want to take care of. When I transitioned into the Navy, it wasn't hard for me to get up. Oh, I see you, Papa. Happy Papa. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Your name threw me off. <laughs> um, you wasn't able to just lay around in the Navy when we was doing boot camp. We had to get up, and I had no problem. I seen other people struggling with that. I had no problem with getting up, getting things done, and we had like three minutes to get well, let me see. We had 10 minutes. We had 10 minutes to brush our teeth, um, put our uniform, and make the bed. And did all of that. And had to be a toe in that line, ready to go. Or um, RDCs, that's what they call them in the Navy, were going to come down on the whole unit. Um, in the Army, same thing. We had to be toe in that line at a certain time. And I was able to just pop up. Uh, so I, that's another life lesson that I learned. Uh, growing up in that house. At first, I thought it was, you too, Papa. Um, at first, I thought it was, you know, cruel and unusual punishment that I had to wake up at 6.15, 5.45, um, and, and, you know, clean the bathroom, start cleaning up my room. Like, it's crazy. But now, I love, I can get up now. I can get up. I wake up at 5.30, and I'm doing whatever I need to do. You know, I don't go to bed till. I don't even know what time I go to bed, but I, I don't go to bed till late now. But that's a whole nother story. But I'm able to get up. So many things I learned. I learned, you know, presentation. My dad, no matter what job he was working, he was always presentable. Always presentable. And he always, so there's only this house looking all wrinkled. My mom and dad, don't leave this house looking wrinkled or just thrown together. Before you step out of this house, you make sure your your pants, your shirt, your all iron, your, everything's looking, you're looking good. You're presentable to the public. And then I look at today, I'm like, these people are just waking up and coming. They looking like they came straight out of the bed. And they show up to work looking like they just slept in their uniform. And even when I was in the military, people... Didn't take pride in their uniform. We, and that was a big thing in our house. Take pride in how you look. You know, don't just go looking like any type of nonsense. Take pride in how you look. And we, we learned how to iron. I actually, I believe I learned how to iron at, I want to say eight. I think I was eight years old. I was ironing my clothes. Eight years old, ironing my clothes. Um, it was washing clothes around that age. We was doing a lot of things. And like I said, as a child, you're thinking, this is nonsense. Why do I have to do all of this? Why? Why am I doing all of this? Why? I look at it now. It made sense. And so basically just saying to the, you know, to the, to the kids that are growing up in these, in your, with your dad or your mom, I don't know if they're, you know, old school. My parents are old school. old school so i don't i don't know if that even exists anymore looking at how society is going um i know for me i when i was growing up when i became a teenager i was like i don't want to be that way 
I'm going to make sure I'm not that way. And you know, when you fight so hard to not be a certain way, you end up actually becoming that way. It becomes like it's full circle. You fight and push, push it away. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that way. I want to be fun and all this and blah, 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 and whatever other the case may be. You end up actually becoming 100% through and through that way. And I just find it funny because I look at it now, I, <laughs> I gravitate to that rock and I hold on tight to it. Like that's the way I know. And that way kept me out of a lot of trouble. Sure, you know, I still made bad decisions and put myself in bad places. Um, but I, I, I didn't go to jail for anything serious. I never, you know, I don't have any felonies. Um, you know, I, I went into the military twice. I feel like I turned out pretty good, you know. Not everyone is going to make the best decisions sometimes, but my mom and dad, my dad instilled a lot of, you know, life lessons in me that when I came to certain situations, there was a buffer and I saw like, whoa, this is, this is looking out of place. This is looking like it's about to get out of hand. Let's step back, evaluate. Let's go ahead and make a better decision and leave the situation. And I'm so thankful to my dad for being the way that he was, you know. Um, I wrote down some TV dads that my dad reminded me of. <laughs> TV dad. Wonder Years. And the Wonder Years dad, I forgot his name, but he was a hardworking man. Didn't really show his emotions. Um he was a hardworking man, you know. He he was stern, and um, you you knew when not to push his buttons. Like they knew when not to the even though the daughter always was like pushing and testing them, the boys didn't. Uh, but he reminds me of the wonders, wonder years that I, I think I said wonder day, wonder years. I don't know if you guys remember that show, but wonder years. And I say he reminds me of that because my dad wasn't really emotional. Only time that he became emotional was when we would go to church, right? And he would be up at the up on the pulpit, either he's preaching or, you know, just talking to the congregation. And he would, you know, go into this uh reminiscence about how we got to where we are now. And like I said, we grew up. We grew up poor. We didn't have a lot. We we uh, was using. We I think we lived in one of our pastors' old homes, and we stayed in a um, rented out his one of his old trailers or something like that. But we didn't have we didn't have much at all. We did not have much at all. But it was a hard working. We we stayed together, and he, they kept us together. But anyway, he would get up there. And start talking to the folks, and he would start talking about my mom. And every time he started talking about my mom and start thinking about where we came from, he would always get emotional and always start crying. And then all of a sudden, uh, the spirit would touch him, and he would take off. 
and I and I mean take off. I'm talking about like it was a build up, and it, it was like a rocket basically. We just take off, and <laughs> the church always had carpets. They always had carpets, and you know the church shoes slick on the bottom, and so there was no traction. So when he would take off, he would run all the way to the back of the church and he would get to the wall and like drift <laughs> without sliding or missing a step. He would drift into that turn and take off again. And it was like the funniest thing, but we in church, so we, we can't laugh. So we got a composure. You, <laughs> you can crack a smile, but then you always look at my mom and she laughing and it's just, it was just funny. That's the only time that we really saw emotion when he, whenever he talked about um, how much he loved my mom and um, how we, like I said, we came from nothing and we, we constantly got kept us together and constantly, you know, reestablished us in different, you know, moving up. We was constantly moving up and it always touched my dad knowing that my mom stayed with him and you know, it was just, that's the only time I remember that he would get emotional um, when my granddaddy died and my grandma, of course. But like I said, uh, that's why I say wonder years reminds me of my dad a lot because he was hardworking. And every time you need, he, you know, he did whoop us, but he did a lot of talking, explaining things. And I remember this one time where he talked about... Um, why he, if he doesn't seem like we love, he loves us, he went into his childhood and then explained that to us. So, because sometimes, you know, I, I was, we never heard daddy say, I love you that much. Like, he, we would say it if we said, but we knew he loved us. We just never heard him come out and be like, I love you guys. Like, today, I can hear that word, like, 20 times in one day maybe 20 times in one week or something like that i'm not used to that when i was growing up you know but again they old school and how they grew up is what they carried on and but we knew our dad loved us and you know it was just those simple talks that you know opened a door and we saw more of him um understood more of him well i know on my on my end i understood and i recognized more of it um another tv show rock i don't know if you guys remember that show but that was a um another hard-working man uh just working 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 another one good times another hard-working man you know he just all that just not saying that he was always gone because he wasn't. He worked in, what, seven to five, seven to six job or something like that. It just showed me that he was always working. He he didn't miss any time. He worked Saturdays, Monday through Saturday. And then on Sunday, he would be up early studying the Bible, go to church. And I, all that hardworking, man. Um, I'm glad that I was able to be his son. I'm, I was, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, have him as my dad and have him teach me all the life lessons 
that I was able to learn and pick up from him growing up as a as a child. Um, I know I hear this saying, kids should be kids and all this nonsense. And I don't, I personally, I don't agree with that because I don't even know what that means. I'm, I don't even understand if people can really explain to me what that means. But I know at some point in time, you have to start preparing them to be young men and young women. And my dad from that set was preparing us to be young, civilized adults in this world. And I look at society now, I see a bunch of out of control, emotional people in society today. And I appreciate my dad to the fullest extent for, um, there was one time he had us all up on the wall and he was uh, talking to us. Oh, well, we did something. He was going in on us. And I think my mom was in the kitchen and I think <laughs> she said something and I looked over there and I, I responded some way my dad did not approve of. And he <laughs> put his fingers in my chest. He said, hey, don't you ever respond to your mom like that again? You, met, you better not even make the face to let me know that you have an issue about whatever mom just said or whatever, anything we just say. You better control it and you better keep it in your head and discuss it in your head. It better not ever show. And I, at that moment, I was like, I don't even know what I was like. But now I'm think, I think about it and it, it's so, it makes so much sense. That, that was a teaching moment of showing me how to show control. Be in control of your emotions, despite what might be going on. Despite might be, what might be going on, control yourself. And we look at today, people don't know how to control themselves. These kids don't know how to control themselves. No one's teaching them how to control them. So they let them just voice their opinion. <laughs> That's a funny word, word. Opinion. I don't think I had an opinion about what was going on <laughs> in our house. So we was like, uh, <laughs> you know, teenagers somewhere around there. I don't, I don't even know then, but. I have no problem with it. it. It makes total sense because I would have been mildly, would have been just saying all types of con all types of stuff for no reason, just because I thought I knew. And I mean, when you're growing up, you think you already know the whole world. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. So that was another valuable life lesson: showing control. Because then I joined the Navy. And there was kids there that didn't have any self-control. Every time the drill sergeant or the RDC would say something, they would mouth back. When I joined the Army, the same thing. 2018, 17, 18, kids were doing the same thing. No one was teaching them self-control, respect. My dad did all the life lessons. And I'm, again, so thankful for the how he was. Um, like I said, I gravitate to the way that my parents were towards us because that's the way I know. That's the way I know works <laughs> because I look at myself 
and I'm like, it works. I've done a little modification since then, but <laughs> I'm very grateful for my dad and everything that I've learned through those years. And we need more parents. We need more dads. We need more moms, you know, because this society is going out of taking a turn for something else so (laughs) um i think i think i covered i think i hit on everything i wanted to hit on oh so i talked about my dad so what does father's father's day mean to me my son right here this is what he i'm sure if you guys can see being a dad requires love not dna so as you can tell and that is my, the world says or society says step I don't believe in step uh, like he said love is the key it doesn't have to be blood showing someone love and teaching them the right way of doing things and how to do things that's what being a dad is I believe like I said my dad did all of that showed me we might not have played you know catch all the time or um went to sporting events or you know done all the fun things that i saw other kids and their parents were doing i sent my dad a text a couple years back on his birthday and i explained all of that i used to look at other kids and their dads be like i wish i was with them or i wish he was like that or all that nonsense and then i told him i was like i'm so grateful that you would never like that i'm grateful that everything i mean of course let me slow of course that stuff would have been you know fun and cool whatever but what was that going to teach me what tool was i going to was i going to get from that to help me navigate through this life what tools was going to help me navigate through the racism that i saw in alabama growing up what tools was going to help me navigate my time in the navy and times at different jobs. What tool was I going to have when trying to raise my own kids besides the fact that I can play catch and throw a ball and all that? He gave me valuable tools that I can learn, that that I can use throughout my whole entire life and pass down those same tools to my kids. That's what I believe a father is. Someone who is going to do the life lessons teachings. You know, sometimes they're not going to be the fun dad. They're not going to be the the nice parent or whatever. They're looking past the right now and looking into the future, into next year, the next month. You know, they're looking further down the line than what you're looking. Trying to prepare you for what life is going to come with. That's what... A father means. And I am fortunate to have um, my dad as my father. Because, I, like I said, I have so many tools. So many tools. And all those tools were made with love and passed down to me. And I'm trying to pass down those same tools with love and pass them down to my generation to my kids 
So hopefully they do the same thing. So that was the Father's Day special. Well, my dad to know, I love him. I'm so grateful and thankful for him. Um, you know, it's, I'm just reflecting and just thinking about everything. And it's just, and I, I think people should do more of that, you know, reflect and look at stuff and then look at what times are we in. Really look at the people that you're surrounded by and appreciate, you know, appreciate how you grew up. Some of us, like I said, didn't have all the fun stuff. We couldn't afford the fun stuff. You know, we we wasn't fortunate to have all the games, the video games and all the mega things. But what we did have was two loving parents, a strong dad who was working, and a, a strong mom who was doing the same thing to make sure that we needed, we got what we needed. To make sure we got what we needed, so... That's going to conclude the show, folks. I hope all you dads out there are enjoying your day. Um, you know, it's a good time to just reflect. If you if you are a son and a, a dad now, just reflect on everything and it is, you'll have a better appreciation for everything that you grew up and how you see things now with how, how the society is today. Uh, I definitely, every time I see what's going on on Twitter or Facebook, I'm just like, who is raising these people? So all the people that are out there that didn't have a dad and still managed became a, a good father in their own right, hats off to you. You didn't have a example and you you took from that and made your own example. So hats off to you for that. Um. Again, I hope you guys have a great Father's Day. Let's run through our contact information real quick. If you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Give it a thumbs up. If you give it a thumbs down, let me know why you gave it a thumbs down. If you'd like to donate to the show, paypal.me slash see through it. Any type of donations to the show would be fantastic. Also, we're bringing back our merchandise. We're bring, we're getting inventory in, so we'll be selling things here shortly. So stay on the lookout. Probably do a brand episode on that. Follow me on Twitter, see through it one, Facebook.com backslash S T I P O D C A S T. Like the page, share the page, join the conversation there. Follow me on Instagram at Brian Sales. Email me. You can use the email for. Oh, Mike went mooted. But if you want to purchase certain items, but we'll have a whole show on that later on. I'm on audio, anchor.fm, Breaker, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Apple. Oh my gosh. I am on Apple. I keep horrible. I keep forgetting to put Apple on the screen. I am Apple. So if you have Apple product, you can definitely listen to me on Apple. Thank you to all my supporters. 
Kashi and Mr. White for their contributions to the show. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. I actually happy Father's Day to Mr. White. Um, and that that's the show, folks. So thank you for tuning in. This was just a you know a Father's Day special. Just wanted to share to the world how special my dad is. Uh, you know, have these I have these talks with him before in private. But I felt like since I'm doing something, you know, I have a podcast and I'm talking to the world. Why not tell my tell the world about my dad and, you know, how I was raised and how I got to who I am now. It's all it's on them. It's on my dad. It's on my mom. It's their fault for the way I am. <laughs> I tell my wife that all the time. It's the the certain things that I'm, you know, sticky about or I'm like, Ugh. Uh, it, my um, how I was raised. So, guys, have a good day. Enjoy your Father's Day. We'll be back sometime next week because this episode is going to be for the whole week of this upcoming week. Because I don't want to cover anything on what's happening in today's society. I'm exhausted. I'm drained from it. I don't even want to talk about it no more. So, with that note, I'll be back the following week. Introducing our new segment. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. So make sure you are tuned in for that. Turn on your notifications for when I go live. And, you know, don't miss the show. Don't be up. Let me start that over. Don't be blinded by the media. Hashtag see through it. I will talk to you guys later. Peace.